What is John doing out in the wilderness? Well, he's baptizing people, of course, you might very well say. What else would John the Baptist be doing? He's calling them to repent. He's preparing the way for Jesus, just like he does every December, just like he does every Advent. Yes, that's right, of course. John is out preaching and baptizing and preparing once again. But why in the wilderness? Why is he out there? We might hear that word wilderness and think of a place that we would like to go. We might think of a favorite national park or nature preserve, a place with hiking trails and campsites and friendly park rangers to tell you all about the flora and fauna, a place to rest and rejuvenate and reconnect with nature. But when the Bible talks about the wilderness, that is not at all what it has in mind. The biblical word for wilderness also means desert or deserted place. In that part of the world, you are never very far from the desert, from sand and dust and a rocky landscape. It's beautiful, yes, but it's also vast and daunting. Water and food are scarce. People are few and far between. The wilderness in the Bible is not an inviting place. It's not a place for a vacation. It's a place where the usual comforts and supports for life are missing, and you find yourself vulnerable and alone. So what is John doing out there? His parents were city folk, after all, or village folk, at least. In the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, we learn that his father, Zechariah, was a priest whose job included occasional rotations working in the center of things, in the temple in Jerusalem. His mother was from a family of priests as well. And with parents like that in the first century, there would not have been a whole lot of question about the sort of future that young John would have in store. He would go into the family business, of course, working as a priest himself, mediating between God and the people in the temple or in another holy place. That's the sort of ordinary path you would expect for the son of a priestly couple in this time. But of course, there's nothing ordinary about John. His parents are elderly, way beyond the age when they could have reasonably expected a child. His birth was suddenly announced by an angel, and when his father didn't immediately believe it, he found himself struck silent for nine months. And when the child finally arrived and Zechariah found his voice again, this is what he said to that tiny newborn asleep on his arm. You, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. John's not going to be an ordinary priest, toiling away with incense and ritual prayers. He has a special role to play, and it's a role that he can't play in the bustle of the city or in the quiet places of the temple. It's a role that he can only play in the wilderness. This is a familiar story that we have in front of us today, and it's one that, for many of us, we probably can't imagine Advent without. Jesus always takes center stage at Christmas, of course, but during this particular season, John is kind of one of the stars of the show. With his familiar message of repentance and preparation, he's called to get ready for the new thing that God is doing. 
It's a familiar Advent story. But I am particularly struck this year that John's work, his proclaiming and warning and baptizing, doesn't happen in a comfortable place, but out in the wilderness. That biblical notion of wilderness has taken on new resonance for many of us over the last couple of years. Of course, wilderness times can and do come for any and all of us. Times when our familiar supports are suddenly missing and we find ourselves feeling vulnerable and bereft and alone. We all can and do pass through seasons like that, facing an illness or the end of a trusted relationship or the loss of a job or a difficult move to a new place. We have all known wilderness times. But these past years have been something different. An experience of wilderness, not just for an individual or a family or a community or even a country, our whole world suddenly found itself thrust into the wilderness in early 2020. And we have sort of been trudging along through that landscape ever since. Yes, for many of us, there have been some oases along the way, right? Times when things begin to look a little more hospitable and we can relax a little bit. Vaccines are wonderful. Possibilities to travel a bit and return to some treasured activities have been bred from heaven. But then suddenly a new variant of the virus rears its head, and new cases soar, and hospitals begin filling up again, and new regulations need to be implemented, and we are reminded that we're not out of the wilderness yet. It's all around us. The dry and rocky soil, and the wide horizon, the knowledge that we are still in a place of vulnerability and uncertainty with no clear end in sight. We're still on the wilderness road. There's no doubt about that this week. So I'm particularly struck this year that John is out here too. He's not hanging out in a fancy corner office somewhere or a cozy cafe in a place where everything is easy and certain and predictable. No, he's in the wilderness and it's no accident that he's here. Because in the Bible, the road to new life always passes through the wilderness. Just ask Abraham and Sarah. No sooner had God called them to a new future of blessing than they found themselves packing up their belongings and heading off into the unknown. Or ask Moses and his crowd of newly freed Hebrew slaves. No sooner had they made that great escape from Pharaoh's army and made their way through the parted waters of the sea than they found themselves not in the promised land of milk and honey, but in the wilderness and in 40 years of it, in fact. Or ask the exiles freed from captivity in Babylon. No sooner were they told they could return to their beloved homeland than they found themselves trudging through the desert, through a threatening landscape toward a changed country none of them had seen in 50 years. In every case, the wilderness stood between the people and the new future God had in store. And the road they needed to walk passed right through it. John is definitely aware of his people's long history with the wilderness over the years. In fact, those verses from the prophet Isaiah that sort of summarize John's ministry in our reading today are right out of one of those experiences. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh 
shall see the salvation of God. Their words originally addressed to the exiles in Babylon, promising God's presence with them in the journey ahead, promising to be with them on the wilderness road, even to ease their passage along it. John knows his people's history. And so to prepare them for this new future that God has in store, the kingdom of God come near in Jesus, God's grace that promises to overturn their lives, the gift and calling they're about to encounter, to prepare them for all of that, he heads into that place where through the ages they were formed and shaped and drawn closer to God time and again. He heads into the wilderness because it's in that challenging, vulnerable place that God's people have always been prepared for what's next. I wish we were not spending this Advent in this particular wilderness, but I'm afraid there's no getting around it. It's where we are right now. And if we have to be here, I'm glad John is with us because he reminds us that the wilderness is not a God-forsaken place. It's in fact a place where God shows up all the time, where water sometimes pours from a rock and bread sometimes falls from heaven, where the rough places are sometimes made smooth by the surprising grace of God, where we are surprised again and again by the gift of fellow travelers with us, others sharing the road, where lanterns sometimes appear to light our way, where God continues to work in us, shaping us and forming us and preparing us for what's to come. John reminds us that God has always showed up in the wilderness. And he also reminds us that this landscape does not last forever. It's a place of uncertainty. Yes, we don't know how long this will last, how long we will be in this place. But the wilderness is an in-between place, not a destination. And on the other side, there is always new life, always God's future. We are walking the wilderness road this Advent, but we are here with the promise that as we journey, God goes with us. And friends, there is always hope because love the Lord is on the way. Thanks be to God. Amen.